There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota opens this October in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And special Specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota opens Monday, October the 17th at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! Good evening, this is the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors and we're coming live, it's a sellout here at the Radisson Red in Glasgow by the Clyde in association with Steen. <laughs> sellout at Anfield and a few hundred miles away, it's a sellout here by the Clyde at the Radisson Red. We're with Steen. Macklin Motors here, the Euronites, it's going to be special. With us, top journalist Mark Guidi is in the house. Mark. You're excited? Yeah, another cracking Champions League night, Paul, to look forward to. I mean, the range of supporters at the Radisson Red, doesn't it come much better than this? And there doesn't come much bigger, does there, in the history of Rangers Football Club than Barry Ferguson is with us tonight. Barry, great to see you here. I've been seeing you speaking to some of the supporters. What's the feeling about this game against Liverpool? Excitement, looking forward to it. Um, obviously, the, the first game between both clubs. Um, and I'm... Um, I'm more confident after the way that Rangers played in, in Saturday against Hearts, so we just need to wait to see the lineup that Geo picks. But hopefully Rangers could uh, could go down to Anfield and, and put a performance on, and hopefully come back up the road with at least a point. And how much do we take from the fact that Liverpool have had probably their poorest start at, uh, under Jurgen Klopp? Yeah, the, listen, they're still a top quality team. They've got a, a, an unbelievable manager. They've got world class players in my eyes. Mo Salah, Van Dijk, Thiago, Diaz. Um, but they, as you mentioned there, they have had a, a difficult start to the, the season and this is maybe the best time for Rangers to, to, to catch Liverpool. I was just listening this afternoon, some of the, looking at the bookmakers, and some of them are fancying Rangers to at least take a draw here tonight. Now, it, the bookies don't usually get it wrong. When this came out the hat, Celtic with Real Madrid was a plum tie. This is the other team that were in the final, so Liverpool was the one you thought probably you wouldn't take anything from. But Rangers would love to. Could they take something tonight at Anfield? Well, I think the, there's every possibility that Rangers can take something. You know, they'll, they'll be down there right now, preparing for the game, full of confidence after the 4-0 win against Hearts and for Liverpool Paul they've just not been at it they've only got two clean sheets from ten competitive games this season they've only got four wins most of them single goal victories apart from the 9-0 win against Bournemouth that we thought was a, a corner turn for them but it's not been the one thing is their goalkeeper is still in good form Alisson is still top draw at the moment but in front of him Van Dijk's not on it um, they're a bit pedestrian in the middle of the park they're lacking a bit of energy but the talent of the team, as Barry says, it could flick like that. And tonight might be right. Rangers have got to hope that it's not. Alan McGregor's going to have to the game of his life. But, listen, when the draw was made, I didn't fancy Rangers at all. I thought it was a banker, six points for Liverpool. But right now, yeah, you've got to give uh, Rangers a chance. Thanks to everyone for joining us here tonight. We do have a really big crowd, so let's start speaking to our guest. Graham is with us. Good evening, Graham. Good evening. Where are you from? Uh, from Drumchapel from the Drum Chapel. Yeah. Great to see you here in the city centre. Thanks. What do you want to ask Mark and Barry? 
Just ask uh, what, what they're thinking the uh, Rangers form at the moment in, in Liverpool. Obviously, the state in the office, the both teams form at the moment. Um, I think Rangers are, are blowing a bit of hot and cold at the moment. It's a turn up for some games and, and no for others. Um, and I think it's very much the same for Liverpool at the moment. Um, I feel as if uh, Liverpool are, are Liverpool. They've been one of the best sides in Europe over the last few years. Um, and if they turn up, Rangers are going to have to write on it to get anything out of the game. And, and, and no take, maybe a bit of Durban depending on, on how, how we go. But what did you take from Saturday and that win at Tynecastle? That thought, was more like your club. I thought we were great on Saturday. thought we were brilliant playing against a, a heart side that are, that are well on form at the moment. Um, and to go in there, I think everybody thought that even if we came away for Tynecastle, we had draw, it's not a great result for Rangers. But at the time, I think with the way Hearts are playing and the way Rangers are playing, um, a draw wouldn't have been unexpected. But uh, the, the performance was great. Um, and like I said, I don't think Hearts played badly. I think it was all about Rangers playing well at the weekend. Barry, what would you say to Graham? I've got to agree with him. I said last night on radio that that's the best that I've seen Rangers um, in a long time. For me, Tynecastle after Celtic Park is one of the hardest places um, to go. Um, and a lot of people fancied Hearts to win the game, but Rangers showed um, a bit of character. Sholak again getting a double. It was good to see Ben Davies, because we've spoken about him for the last couple of weeks. We've not seen him. Good to see him on the pitch get 45 minutes. I thought Matondo was another one who um, showed decent ability and had a good performance. Um, so, look, for me, they've got to take the confidence for Saturday. I know it's a different level, Liverpool. You're talking about a team who's been in three Champions League finals in the last five wow. years. Yeah. It's going to be a tough ask, um, but they've got to be down there with, with confidence. And what I want to see is um, respect them. But once that whistle goes... Don't give them any space and time, because if you give quality players space and time, they're going to hurt you. Here in the Go Radio Football Show, this time last night, we heard Giovanni speaking about who would play up front. Let's hear that clip again. Is it going to be Cholak or Morelos? What's he going to do? Well, the decision is not difficult, because you always uh, look at the opponent, how you want to play, what kind of game we expect tomorrow, and then we choose the best option. It's always, you know, it's good, because both are really... Really uh, in, in good uh, condition at the moment. Of course, Antonio scored a lot of goals in, in the league. Uh, Morelos, when he came in also, they're, they're two different kind of strikers. So uh, we will always look at the game, uh, the game ahead, and that's the game tomorrow against Liverpool. But Barry, you took from that that it's probably going to be Morelos tonight. Graham, who would you like to see? Out of both of them at the moment, I think Joak's scoring goals on a regular basis. Um, Morelos, you can blow hot and cold. Um, you're somebody, he's always been, he's been my best player in Europe over the last few years. Um, in recent times, he's not had much game time, uh, opposed to Cholak. Cholak's scoring goals. I think you've got to give him the, the opportunity to go in first. And if things are maybe not going Rangers' way, you've got Morelos to come on and maybe try and bully things in the second half. That's Mark, what would you do? If it was me, I'd go with Cholak. But I think the manager will go with Morelos. Um, I think probably pre-Saturday, he was definitely thinking Morelos but maybe the quality of Cholak's finishing and the fact that he'll be on a high might just make him have changed his mind but for the Napoli game at home he worked with a plan with a front three with um, Morelos at the top um, of it and I think he might look at that um, uh, again but for Rangers it's about trying to score goals Paul but it's yeah. about defending well and I mentioned Alan McGregor at the top but one guy who's got to step up because I don't think he's been on it this season compared to last season I don't know if the Rangers fans agree, is, is Connor Goldson. I think he's just been, he's been ropey. He's not okay. been his consistent self. 
and tonight he is going to have to produce a top draw performance. Right, I'm going to put that to everyone here shortly. Before I come to you, Barry, who would you have up front from the start tonight? Would you go Cholak or Morelos? Who would go for Cholak? Here in the Radisson Reckon, show of hands. A few there. Yeah, and Morelos. Yeah, two-thirds of the... 3,000 people in here, well, there's 30 of us or so in the Radisson Red. Yeah, no, Barry, I know. So what do you think? I, I would go with Morelos. I, I know what people may think. Listen, Cholak's in great form. 11 goals this season, as Mark just mentioned there. I thought his two goals um, against Hearts on Saturday were, were excellent, but I just think Morelos suits the European-type game. The, the ball will need to stick up top, and that's what happens when Morelos plays. Cholak's more of a penalty box striker. Morelos can link up and also he can he can bully defenders, so that's the reason why I think he may go for Morelos. But again, if he goes with Sholak, Sholak's a man on form just now. We're going to find out soon, aren't we? We also heard last night Tom Lawrence is out until yeah. after the World Cup. Over at Celtic today, Cameron Carter-Vickers didn't train ahead of the flight to Leipzig. Gikamakis did train and it looks as though Leila Bata is out because of Yom Kippur uh, this week, so he will miss it for the Israeli uh, religious festival. Celtic will be tomorrow night. We'll be here at the Radisson Red earlier, 4 till 6, and then the game. But tonight, it's the Battle of Britain. And hard to believe that Liverpool have never played Rangers. Rangers have never played Liverpool in competitive action. We're going to speak to as many people as we can. We're with Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney, and Mark Guidi. And next up here is Scott. Hi, Scott. How are you doing? All right. Good. Yourself? Hi, brilliant. Are we looking after you? Tremendous, yeah. Where are you from? Adrossen. Adrossen. Well, welcome to Britain. It's great to see you here in Glasgow. <laughs> it's fantastic. I love Ayrshire. I love Ayrshire. Uh, steady. He's bigger than me, but they all are. No, Can I just start with Mark's point about on. Bolton? Yeah, because sure. if you look at it this season, he's had so many different partners. Mm. Uh -huh. Sands, King. Uh, who else we had? Ben Davis. Well, Davis. The year we won the league, I think Hollander was next to him. Sure. Majority mm -hmm. of the season, so a bit of stability there. So yeah. I'd maybe get goals to a wee bit of slack in that one. But the only thing I would say about that though, Scott, is that he is your main central defender, yeah. and regardless of who's beside him, he's got to be your leader. He's got to, be he's got to set the example for the guy yeah. beside him. And I don't. And I'm, listen, he's a top player. I'm not saying, but by his own standards, I don't think he's been consistent enough by his own high standards. And tonight, if Rangers are to get anything, we're going to need goals and bang on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think if yeah. you ask Big Connor himself. He would admit he's not been at levels yeah. as he was the, the previous season, but I, I still think he's a, a big player for Rangers. It doesn't help that he's had four different central defenders, but now Ben Davies has got 45 minutes on Saturday. And he'll be I think he, for his, yeah, he's he, left sided. Yeah, he could be the man now to partner him. I think Leon King's got a brilliant future. I, I mean, I'm, I'm all for bringing through young players. I, I think we've got a real player in our hands yeah. in Leon King, but at this moment in time, when you spend Three and a half, four million pound. Now Ben Davis has been on the pitch. I fully expect him now to be. I think you'll go because he's left side. Partner. I think you need the left and the right. No, he brings a good balance to the team. If you're playing the two centre halves, you need sure. need a bit of balance here. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling about tonight, Scott? Hopefully, we get at least get something out of it. But it's Liverpool in it. I know they've been poor, but look at the quality in their team. It's unbelievable. Sure. So, mm -hmm. Barry, I think you're the only. Has anyone played at Anfield here in the Radisson Red? Just the man in my left, Barry. We were talking about the pitch last night, though. What, what's it like, you know, size-wise? Is there any insight we can have about the Anfield itself? The yeah, it's surface? a bit tighter than Ibrooks is, um, but listen, I don't think it will make much difference. You're talking a yard either side, yeah. Paul. It's not a, a massive difference, but it's a brilliant arena to play in. 
Listen, they Rangers players, they should be looking forward to get down to a, a place like Anfield. It'll be absolute rocking. And as I said, listen, you've got to believe when you go into a game like this that you're in with a chance again. something. If you go in and you're starstruck and annoy your opposition, you're going to fall flat in your face. So I think after that performance on Saturday, I know it was Hearts, I know it was at Tynecastle, and people are going to say it's a different level. I totally get that, but that was a proper Rangers performance for me on Saturday. Let's hear a wee bit more from the manager just talking about the challenge ahead tonight at Anfield. Of course, I mean, we, uh, we lost our first games and uh, it means we don't have any points. So the challenge we face tomorrow against a uh, you know, really, really good side and uh, you know we want to have results that's what we have to do you know we we have to look at ourselves but i think we're going to come here to to have a good result that's our intentions and uh, that always has to be uh, our intention who's the top player for you scott who are you looking to tonight i'm thinking ryan kent back at liverpool i don't think kent's not really been on it no his, his numbers aren't good enough he's a great player he's been brilliant for us but He's got to produce more numbers, there's no doubt about it, you know what I mean? He was, you look at that team, got the Europa League final, I think, it cost like 15 million, they said. Mm -hmm. He's half of that, almost with the 7 million, so I think we need, we need more numbers. You want from more. Who are you looking to tonight? Who do you think might unlock the defence there? I think we need to start Morelos. Right. The yeah. type of game, the type of opponent, he can build defences, he's, he's better at Cholak holding the ball up. I mean, Cholak needs service. If you don't get him the service, he becomes a bit redundant. So, yeah, he's a, he's a total different player to Morelos. Listen, one thing you can't argue about Cholak, when the ball comes into the box, the guy yeah, knows where the back of the, the net is. And that's the reason why I think he'll go with Morelos tonight to try and ruffle up the guys like Van Dijk and, and whatever. And, and listen, Morelos loves loves big games like that. And um, I, I just like Morelos, I think. Rangers with Morelos in the team. Rangers are a far better football team. But he's not been available enough? Yeah, listen, he's, he's had his problems, yeah. but you know what? He's knuckled down and he showed a good attitude, and that's the reason why Gio left him out for a couple of weeks. Um, he's clearly went away and worked hard at his fitness, and you can see the difference. And um, he come on, he knows now he needs to produce, because if he doesn't, Cholak will play. The old guard have done well for him this season. It's a strange one, isn't it, with the signings over the summer? Not many of them had done that much. Matondo a little bit. Um, but he hadn't seen much until the weekend. Suddenly he looked much better. Matondo? Rabi, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Listen, it's only one game, but I was speaking to some of the guys. You need to do that on a, a more consistent yeah. basis. But that's what you want to see from him. I think he was £2 million or whatever. Mm -hmm. Listen, you can clearly see he's got pace to burn. Um, but as you says, I don't like using the word old guard, but I think no. you see the difference since your Stephen Davis, your Alan McGregor, your Scott Arfield. For me... They three guys have got to play week in, week out. I don't, I don't care about age. These guys are athletes. They look after themselves, and they're such good players that Rangers need them. Proper athletes, Mark, aren't they? Yeah, they, they, they are. And um, on, on Scott's point about Ryan Kent, I think that's going to be a really interesting battle because he's he's up against Trent Alexander-Arnold, mm -hmm. who's been getting slaughtered verbally the past week or so, left out the England team. Mm -hmm. They're now really scrutinising him as a defender and he leaves a lot to be desired Could he be left out tonight by Liverpool? I don't think so I think Klopp was very loyal that way yeah. um, I think he'll, he'll, he'll stick with him but, but again Kent you know just putting Alexander and um, Arnold in, in, in the back foot getting at him being brave taking him on also doubling back and helping Barisic when ultimately you know Liverpool will charge forward but again that's an area where if you're going to get a bit of joy if you're going to try and score a goal then Kent is going to be key and 
if ever there's a time to get Alexander Arnold tonight because his confidence is, is fragile. Yeah, but I, I'm greedy with Ryan Kent. I, yeah. I want to see more. I think he's got everything in the locker, Ryan Kent. I just need to see. More. Yeah, but I just need to see more goals. I need to see more assists. Yeah. If you match him up against across the road at Celtic with Jota and Abada, their goals and yeah. their assists are, are sky high. But I think Ryan Kent has got it. I just want to see it. And he showed on Saturday that he can assist and he can score. And I want to see that more often. And it gave Rangers that momentum, didn't it? The early goal, early-ish for Cholak. Beautiful cross by. Yep, it was. So, Scott. What's your scoreline tonight? What do you reckon? You obviously know your stuff as well. What do you think? I'm going to go one each. Uh huh. <laughs> right, I'm going to yeah. sit in the fence and go one each. But you think Liverpool will score? Ah well, maybe our own goal. <laughs> A pessimist. No, I know. <laughs> I'll sit in the fence with him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, look at Brighton. You know, the other day, two up, then they go three-two down, but they scored again. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I look at Rangers squad, and I think they're primed for a three-five-two with our fullbacks because mm. they're, they're better going forward than yeah. they are coming back away mm. Barisic see I said last night I, th I think he may change to a, a back five because he does it in game doesn't he yep. mm. he'll lose some back, 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 no, back I, I think he might play I, King. I, I think no, no I think he'll go with, with maybe Sands, Golson and, and Davis and Lundstrom in the middle of the pitch with mm. no Sands is yep. suspended yep. yeah you yep. don't know well, I forgot about yeah, that yeah. I forgot yeah. about that <laughs> he's so just Leon checking because Barry knows everything he's just checking so I think he may change to a back three it's not big enough game for Leon King can handle big occasions I have no doubt about it but he has previous to that went with Lundstrom in the back three but I prefer Lundstrom in the middle of the pitch Can we handle it here at the Radisson Red the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors the big Euronites with Steen Scott thanks so much and we'll talk to you later we love Ayrshire and Salkos and Adrossan we're back after this <laughs> The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! This is the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors and we are live with Barry Ferguson, Mark Hughes, Paul Cooney live at the Radisson Red on our Euro Nights in association with the one and only Steen. Slight satellite delay there from uh, uh, Finiston back to... <laughs> you just called Mark Greeny Mark Hughes. Uh, Mark Hughes? Well, I was just, just checking. Just... my break, Spark. Just call me Spark. Oh, hey, Sparky. Hey, I'll tell you what, he let in enough goals to be a good striker, didn't he? I'm only jealous. The former St Mirren and Albion Rovers goalkeeper. Did I really say Mark Hughes? Yeah? Sorry. The truth is, Jim White was in the other line just speaking to everyone. And uh, listen, we're having a great night. We hope this is going to be the case. It's Rangers at Anfield tonight and Kenny who would have believed it that when you didn't win the title you'd still be in the Champions League this year I mean it's mega Kenny from Hamilton a fantastic fantastic achievement I think 10 years ago we were playing in the third division yeah. as well mm -hmm. so absolutely brilliant just because I got Mark's name wrong so Kenny Dalgleish here from Hamilton <laughs> no Kenny you, in fact you played against Barry a young Barry a yeah, young you're Barry, a big goalkeeper aye. Yep. yeah aye I think I had a side shed at the time, okay. mate. Oh, <laughs> so good. long ago it was. Right. Yeah. So, Kenny, what are you thinking about tonight? What are you feeling? Uh, very, very tough game. Very, very tough. Um, just going with what the boys were saying about um, Morelos. I'd definitely go with Morelos tonight. I think we're going to need somebody who's going to be a big presence up front. Mm -hmm. He's going to need to make as much of the the ball when he gets it tries to win it, win some fouls further up the park and 
you know, get yourself a bit there and try and walk that back four. And I think Morelos is the guy to do it tonight rather than Cholak. Mark, Mark, are you changing your mind? Are you going towards Morelos when you hear what everyone's saying here? No, I mean, I, I think the manager will go with, with Morelos. And I, I think he's, he's got, the good thing is he's got two really good options. You know, I think he had to go with Cholak. I don't think there'd be too many complaints. But Morelos is the main man. We know that he is the main number nine. It's just the fact that he's let himself down that puts question marks over him in terms of his off-field uh, discipline, his application and his, his desire hasn't been always at 100% and that's why you know Cholak has been given the chance. But at 1.8 million quid, what I find Cholak, uh, as we you imagine, because Morelos has been out, imagine he never had Cholak. This year, but there'd be a big problem, so you've got to give credit to Cholak. It's been seamless the way he's got into the team. He's played really well, he's a good pro, low maintenance, but Morelos is the main guy and as long as he his ability's no in question. It's just if he can behave himself, Paul. And at the moment, he's behaving himself. Therefore, he's a number one striker. 11 goals, Cholak. Though you do feel for him if he doesn't start tonight. Absolutely, aye. Um, you've got to look at the percentage of chances, that, mm. you know, genuine chances that Cholak's had in games. And he's got a really good you know, success rate on that front. But it's getting the ball into that box. They're getting it in the right area. And I, I think, you know, I don't think we'll have a lot of possession tonight, to be honest with you. And that's where I think we are. Um, uh, Morelos will come into the play, you know, and, and when it's some fouls up the park, and he's, he's going to have to work hard. Yeah, he, hard. he ruffles feathers up, yeah. Morelos, and I think this is going to be the type of game. Um, Kenny's right, but he ain't going to have a lot of possession. And when the ball goes up front, it needs to stick. And that's no Sholak's game. Sholak, as we spoke earlier on in the show, he's a penalty box striker. He, he doesn't like to link up where Morelos likes to link up. But he really likes the physical side of it, and that's why I think um, it's important that Morello starts tonight. But again, if Sholak starts, how can you argue with that with 11 goals this season? It's been, yeah. it's been a brilliant return um, from him playing up there he's, himself. A new team, he's coming to a different country, and he's certainly impressed me. Certainly has. The, the thing with Morelos, he plays on the edge and he can ruffle feathers and he'll make life difficult with Van Dyke or, or, or Gomez or whoever's playing beside him. But as long as he stays on the right side of the referee, he has to do it because sure. the referees um, probably aren't quite as lenient as the Scottish are. So therefore, particularly with Liverpool being at home, so he's got to stay on the right side of the law when he's doing it. Because what you don't want is him getting a booking in the first 15 minutes or, and then that puts him off his straight. That's a great point. This is also one of the biggest games in Europe tonight. Isn't also, this a massive you, you game? need Morelos playing on the edge. Yeah. See if you sure. take that side of the game away from him. Mm. He ain't the same player, uh-huh, sure. um, but again, he's got to just watch it because the Napoli game, he, he could have got sent off. Remember with the the bit, the yeah. I think he I think pushed the guy. Yeah. He's got to try and be yeah. disciplined yeah. on the night. But yeah. I think Van Dijk would rather play up against Cholak than he would play against uh, Morelos. I think yeah. Morelos will give Van Dijk more problems. Mm-hmm. That's Kenny, the big keeper, six foot three, four, whatever. Ah, six, on you three. go, pa- yep. painting the picture here in ah. the Radisson red. So you were a keeper. What do you think about the Rangers? Is it really an issue? We'll know soon. Is there any argument about who's going to be in goals, McGregor or McLaughlin? Let's hear what the manager said yesterday. Well, I, you know, I, I don't like to, to talk about number one and number two. That's I didn't do uh, with the start of the season when John started. You know, John started the season and I think the, the performances uh, Alan had in the last couple of games were really good. And uh, so he will continue in goal. Of course, I had to inform both players, which I done last week. But uh, you know, we all have one thing in mind: is to be, you know, successful for this club. And the decisions for me to make, and for both players to accept. 
If this was a jury, you're the foreman, Barry, what would you say? I don't think it's up for debate. I, I said it at the start of the season. Um, I don't care if Alan McGregor's 40 years of age. For me, he's still the best goalkeeper at Rangers by a, a country mile. Look, John McLaughlin's a very good goalkeeper. Yep, he has made a couple of mistakes, but look, these guys have been goalkeepers before. It's it's one of the positions where it's highlighted more often when you make a mistake. But for me, Alan McGregor is, um, is, is top class and... What he brings is a real leader in that dressing room. You watch him during the game, he's constantly on at his teammates. And that's what you need. He's, um, he's a brilliant character and a brilliant goalkeeper. Kenny, what do you feel? Al McGregor's a Rangers goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, need p- big performances tonight. Need leaders, and that's what he is. He's waited his turn to get back in this season, and he's took it with both hands, so he deserves to play. I was a wee bit surprised Market came up, but I think it was one of the questions the manager was asked. Or is there something there? Is there a chance that McLaughlin would play tonight? Nah, I think it's a foregone conclusion. Okay. I, don't think yep. I don't think there's a debate. Cool. Anyone to be had, McGregor is a number one You know, tonight as well. You need communicators, you need organisers, and uh, McGregor will, will do that. He's been through the course for over a decade. Champions League, Europa League finals, you, know, you name it, uh, big games for Scotland. So... He knows the, the drill, and, and when McGregor's on it, like we were talking about Alison earlier, it's usually got to take something special to beat McGregor. And mm. I think tonight he will produce that kind of performance where, you know, Salah or whoever it's going to be, sure. you know, it's going to have to be proper proper goals. Kenny, what's your scoreline? It's a hard one. Yeah. Um, Kick-off coming reali- soon. I <laughs> don't want to hurry you, but... <laughs> realistically, I, I think... You know, realistically, um, the six a, draw would be a, a draw would be a fantastic a draw, result yeah. for Rangers tonight. Sure, it would, because um, they need to get something. It's yeah, the hard, it's yeah. the group of death. It's, isn't it? it's a hard game tonight. Mm. Without a shadow of doubt, probably playing Liverpool at the right time, right enough. But Kenny, did you think, think this young man, when you played against him, then would go on to have the career that oh, he did? He was a brilliant player. Yeah. He was young as well, just the same as his, his brother Derek as well. So yeah. great players. Phenomenal. Brilliant. Thank you so All much, right. Kenny. Thanks Enjoyed Kenny. that. Great contributions here. It's I the didn't ask special Kenny, what was the score the, yeah. when we played in the game. Uh, what was Kenny, the what score? was the score? Oh, oh his team won 3 1. Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not arguing with them, right? <laughs> Thanks very much. It's uh, the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. It's a special Euro night here, live at the Radisson Red, the Euro Nights in association with Steam. And of course, the podcast will be on and available after. The game tonight, which we're all hoping is going to be the start of a great uh, 24, 26 hours. Rangers tonight, Celtic tomorrow in Leipzig. Uh, and up next is Rab. Rab, good evening. Hi, how are we doing? Good. Are you enjoying it here so far? Aye, yeah. hospitality has been excellent. Good. It's getting warm though, isn't it? Maybe we get the... Uh... <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. She said the hospitality. You never said anything about the pundits. Are we all right? Steady. Let's go with mediocre. <laughs> exactly. I'll <laughs> take that. Yeah, I'll take that all day. You in the wrong channel, right? So, what are you thinking? What do you want to ask Mark and Barry, or what do you want to say? This one was more for Barry. Yeah. Um, as an ex Rangers captain, what's your take on James Tavernier's tenure as captain? Ooh, yeah. I've always been a big yeah. supporter of James Tavernier. Um, he went through a, a sticky patch in terms of performances and he was getting a bit of grief off the fans, which naturally happens when you, you don't play well. That's par for the course when you, you play at a big club. But I thought he came through that really strongly and I think he's been leading for, uh, from the front the last couple of years. I've been so impressed by him. You just need to look at his numbers, assists, goals. I know quite a few of them are penalties, but you've still got to have the bottle to stand up and take the penalties. And in general terms, I, I think he's um, he's one of Rangers' most important players. And 
I really like him as a footballer and I think he's grew into the, the role as, as being captain. So to give you an insight if you're not watching on YouTube, uh, you're a, I think you're a poker player because you're inscrutable, Scott. Uh, Rab, what are you thinking? What do you think about James Tavernier as captain? Um, outstanding. Oh. Um, I really do. I think he's been through the highs and lows with Rangers. Um, and as a fan who's been through the highs and lows, you've got to applaud that because to actually go up, take the stick he's took, look in the papers every day and then come out and put a performance in, drive the team forward. He's not your Barry Ferguson kind of captain. He's not the screaming, shouting, drag you through a game. He's more kind of, I'll do on the part and just follow what I'm doing. But that, that just shows you what type of character he has to come through the, the tough times. Because when you're captain and you don't win games, it generally falls, the, the captain gets it. And that James Tavernier probably had to take a wee bit of time to get used to that. But I think he's grew into the, the role. And I think he's been a phenomenal Rangers player over the last um, few seasons, certainly. And to think back what Rangers paid for James Tavernier. How much? £300,000, I think it was. Wow. That's an absolute snip. At that. So what he's done for Rangers over the years, I've always been a big supporter of him and I've always I've always backed him. Mark, I like what he's saying today in the media. James Tavernier saying we're not here in Liverpool for a night out. We're here to take something from this game. Yeah, I mean it's serious and uh, you know, you have got to be a leader. He's a captain he is, you know, as Rab and Barry have said and I like the way Rab what does his stuff there about fact Barry was just being polite and a wee greeting face, but you're you're right, that's what he was, but he also set the standard on the field, and that's what James Tavernier, I think, has now been doing as a Rangers captain on Europe last season um, as well. You think Matt Warburton brought him to the club. He did have sticky times, had to win the Rangers fans over a number of times. Um, some things that he said in the media didn't help himself. We all know the well-documented stuff in the programme. But at 300 grand, he's been outstanding. He's, he's low maintenance, and you know there are a lot of penalties in there. You've still got to score penalties. A guy, a guy missed a penalty in the Europa League final. Sure. Then he won it. So, please don't. Yeah. Please so that, but, that, yeah. but again, that show you'd never take penalty kicks but, uh, for granted. He's got, mm. he's got the, the. I'm not allowed to say the word to go up and take penalty yeah, kicks. He's, he's got the bottle. Take, he's yeah. got the bottle. That's the word I'm looking for. He's got the you bottle. Knew the beans, I know yeah. the But again, tonight, look, it's, good, going, it's going to have to take 11 players to get a result tonight. But Tavernier is a leader, and if he can set that that tempo potential against Mo Salah. Or, or Jota or whoever it's going to be he's going to have listen, it'll be a great challenge for him and I'm sure he'll, he'll love every minute of it but again he's going to have to be tip top but, do you know also another yeah. thing about him look at his attendance record look at the games that the guy's yeah. played very very rarely is he injured yeah. I know he had an injury a, a few weeks ago but do you know what a lot of people didn't know he played through that injury for a couple of weeks never trained but made himself available to go out in the, the, the field so yep yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of James Tavernier, I think he's been a, a, a brilliant Rangers player. We're going to have the team news soon, aren't we? It will be out soon. Liverpool against Rangers, Champions League. Rab, what's your scoreline? What's going to happen? To each. No, I meant the pizzas. What are you having? <laughs> Which one are you going for? Pizza action? The blue yeah. pizza. Yeah, the blue one he's having. So you think to each? I think to each. I think there's... Depending on who plays up front, if we get Morelos up front, then Iggy's corner and whoever plays beside him a chance to get that diagonal in behind. And if you're looking at Isla Matondo or Kent, there's chances there. So, yeah, two each. Big Peter in Mercantile Chambers in Bordwell Street asked me today, what do you think? And I said, 2-2 two, two. tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, two. So, Rab, thanks very much for joining us here live Cheers, at the Rab. Radisson Red.
It's the special Euros night. Yeah, we're getting tucked into the pizza because kickoff yeah, is just about pizza, an hour and 20 minutes. Nippy What's that? Sausage. What's it called? Nippy, Nippy sausage. sausage. There's no need for that. Nippy. <laughs> <laughs> a wee bit of bullying going on here. But look, we're up for the rough and tumble, aren't we? In the Gordy Old Football Show. Anybody want the HR here? Exactly. (laughs) All of us. Uh, We're just, in fact, the team news. Here is the team news. Mark, you've always got it first. It's McGregor, Tavernier, Lundstrom, Goldson, Steve Davis, Kent, Morelos, Ben Davies, Barisic, King, and Tillman. That's the. Back three? Yep. Yep. So back three then tonight. That's the first thing. Yeah, I did say that. I did think he maybe go back to a. I mean, I think at times it will be a back five, no yeah. doubt, because Liverpool will have the vast majority of the, the the possession. But it looks to me if it's Ben Davies, Connor Golston, and, and Leon King with yeah. Barisic and and Tavernier, and um, then you've got obviously you've got Stephen Davis, Lundstrom and and, uh, and Davis as your two yep. as your two holders, and you've got Kent on the left. You've got Tillman in the team um, as well, and you've got Alfredo Morelos uh, leading the line. So it's a strong. Team and for, for Liverpool as yep. well, all the big hitters are in there. Mo Salah's in there, Diogo Jota's in there, the £70 million player, uh, Nunes is in there, Luis Diaz is in there, and it looks like Matip will partner Van Dijk at the, at the heart of defence with Alexander Arnold. Um, so he is in, right Alexander he's in, and obviously Andrew yep. Robertson uh, doesn't make it, so it's a great pair. Shamikas, who is in at left back, who is, you know, again, somebody that mm-hmm. if it's going to be, be, uh, be Tillman or whoever, can really get at him and I wonder if they'll consider Barry putting Kent over that side you know just to have a wee a wee nip at him because defensively yeah, then I'm he's, not, he's no great he's yeah, no great I'm either done. on that the, the left back okay. I'm, I'm surprised that I'm just trying to look there's no Scott Arfield does there? no no Arfield so it's Steve Davis and Lundstrom you're t- it's a back five Lundstrom and Steve Davis two you're two holders Tillman Kent um are up there alongside um, Morelos. What do you make of that, Rab, just before you go? Um, I'm not sure about Tillman. Um, really good at holding the ball in, yep. but I think we could have been doing with another mm-hmm. with Kent to try and mm-hmm. push them up the field a wee bit. Um, let's hope we get something out of it. Just got to hope. But you, you wonder again, pretty similar to, to Napoli, if he's going with the, the back three and the two wing-backs, that, that Kent and Tillman actually come in a wee bit more yeah, and be closer to Morelos to give him that so yeah, he's that, not ploughing that in alone for so they're coming in your full backs will bomb up and down and Kent and Tillman will play almost like a, a proper triangle quite a tight triangle beside Morelos I'm surprised yeah. Scott Arfield like I've always said for a long time I thought Scott Arfield would have played tonight but he's went for Tillman instead of Scott Arfield I don't know what the mm. the crowd think of that I would have went Arfield experienced player a top player in my Scott Arfield um, so yeah that's probably the biggest surprise I did say at the start of the show that he maybe have went with a, a back three with Leon King I would have no problems with Leon King yeah. listen I think the future is so bright for that young kid I think he could be one of the ones where if he does really well there's clubs that are going to be circling round about him but he, he can handle big occasions on the bench for Rangers then the keepers McCrory and McLaughlin uh, Yilmaz Jack Cholak Matondo Kamara Wright Sakala Arfield talk more about him in a moment and Devine quick break and then we're back live the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com your local friendly experts for new and used cars let's go 
This is Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi with the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors live at the Radisson Red for Euronights in association with Steen. So, we gave you the teams just before the break there. Barry, first of all, I think you called it right about the three at the back, so the Rangers line up. Yeah, I, I think they're going to go 5-4-1 by the looks of it. Yeah. Yep, I think they're going to go with Alan McGregor in goals. Three central defenders, King goals, then Davies, Tavernier, Barisic, and I think they're going to go a flat four with, with Tillman, Lundstrom, Davis and Kent, and Morelos up top himself. Graham is joining us here from Mount Vernon. Hi Graham, Hi, welcome. Good to see you guys. So we're just throwing the team at you. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Any? Um, I'm surprised that we've changed the formation uh, on a night like tonight and made the changes we have. Personally, um, I agree with Barry. I would have went for the experience at Arfield. I think before Tillman's got a bit of history of going missing on a big occasion. Um, Arfield's experience of playing at Anfield in the Premiership, I probably would have went with him. But other than that, a bit surprised to see King in the team. But Sink or swim for the young boy tonight. Uh, Giovanni obviously trusts King because he's thrown him in on a few occasions when he had other options. Yeah, and I think we've kind of always kind of in this country we're a little bit kind of uh, reluctant sometimes to kind of play young guys. Um, and this is a night where he could come of age uh, or he could alternatively go the other way. But you know, at least if we if we try the guy out and see how it goes, and we might find that we've got a, you know a potential first team starter for us in the future going forward. And the man ten yards from you was thrown in at a young age for your debut. How old were you? Yeah, you... I was I was eighteen as well. But yeah. I mean, I've seen Leon King from the age of 14 and you could you could sense that there was a, a real player there and all I think he needs is a bit of experience a bit of game time and it's brilliant that Gio does trust him at his young age I do think he's got the the mental strength to, to cope with playing at Anfield I, I would have no issues with, with Leon King tonight and the only change that I'm surprised was what you just said there Tillman yeah. instead of Scott Arfield um, but otherwise He's going and he's going to try and frustrate Liverpool. That's what um, that's what the game plan's going to be tonight. And hopefully they do that, because if they do that for the first 20, 25 minutes, then the Anfield crowd might get a bit frustrated, yeah. might start giving their, their, their players a bit of stick, and then hopefully Rangers can come into the game. But the, the important thing is the first 15, 20 minutes, make sure, keep it closed at the back. And that back five and Alan McGregor, need to be in for a, a top night tonight. Mark, what about the Liverpool team now? You've had a look at the formation. Yeah. Much has been said about Alexander Trent. He, he's in, isn't he? Trent he's Alexander. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Paul, you look at the front four and, and it's absolutely frightening. You talk about world class. It's genuine world class at the top end of the pitch. Um, but equally at the back, they are susceptible. Uh, they can be got at. And as I said, they've only two clean sheets all season, mm. which is so unlike Liverpool. They're going a 4 2 Three, one, four. I mean, take your pick, Barry. I don't you think you've got Nunes, you've got Diaz, you've got Salah, you've got Jota. How he arranges the four of them at the top end of the pitch? Henderson and Thiago, your two holders, and then your back four: Alexander Arnold, Van Dijk, Matip, and Shamikas with Allison in goals. But you look at that four; they're all interchangeable. Um, the way they can they can get about the pitch. No Firmino in the starting lineup, but like we said, I think Giovanni first and foremost in his mind, and, and I totally get it. Is let's not concede. Let's be really, really strong at the back. Let's have a. I think you're right, Barry. It's a strong back five. Liam King's got pre plenty of protection there beside him. The guys will talk him through it. He'll be in between Goldson and Tavernier, which is important. And then the other side, you're going to have Barisic and, and Davis. Davis has got experience. Although he didn't play a lot of first team football, if anything, but he knows Anfield, he knows Liverpool. So it's a back five. He don't want it to be like Amsterdam, where you're losing early goals and you cave in. So I think. One thing you can say about Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, for all his critics, he learns. 
you know, when something goes wrong first time, he'll try and rectify it. So he's learned from Amsterdam. We're away from home. We're up against a Liverpool team. We want to try and get our first point on the board. Let's not lose anything silly the first 20 minutes. If Liverpool are going to score, they're going to have to work really, really hard to get a goal. And Graham, remember what your team did in the last game against Napoli. Played so well for so long with 11 men on the pitch. We competed well, I think, that night. Um, the red card obviously kind of set us back yeah. and kind of, kind of changed the game. Um, yeah, I kind of hear what guys are saying about kind of defensively. Um, I'm kind of thinking from an attacking perspective how we're going to actually score a goal and actually get forward and win the game. Um, so I'm interested to see the different formation, how that kind of plays out as soon as the, the game starts and if we can get into enough forward attacking positions to actually create chances um, for our forward players. When you saw the draw for this, what did you think realistically Rangers would do? Um, I think we've got to be realistic. Um, I, I think um, expectations are fairly low amongst the support. Um, I don't think we can be expecting to go to Anfield tonight and be running over the top of this team. Um, you know, we've stepped up a level this season. Um, it's going to be difficult for us to compete. You were talking about the, the, the values of some of the guys that Liverpool have got you know, in the forward, uh, forward positions. Um, we've got to be realistic. It's going to be difficult tonight. If we can get to third place, it would be a good, great result for us overall at the end of the campaign, I think. Barry well, well, that, yeah. that front four that Mark's <laughs> just mentioned... Rangers back five need to bring their A game and also in these big games you need a slice of luck you do you need a wee bit of luck and that's what Rangers will need because I mean I, I don't know what the front four of Liverpool a rough estimation top of my head you're talking 250 300 right, value. Yeah, yep. Yep. so you know what you're coming up against but again Liverpool haven't been at it this season I've watched yeah. them a few times they're not the same Liverpool as they, they have been previous seasons but listen it just Rangers need to make sure they start the game and be solid and compact don't give anything away and try and frustrate the Liverpool crowd so you've seen the team their team is frightening especially up front there but Rangers are there what's your scoreline tonight Graham? Um, I'm going for a heroic 1-0 uh, victory which will live long in the memory of a oh, Tavernier wow. free kick oh, oh yeah James Tavernier himself yeah wow I won't be going home tonight okay, right, is that right? <laughs> can we check him in his usual suite <laughs> for Barry Graham thanks so much speak to you later thank you Mark, just nice yeah. as well just another yeah. touch Calvin sure. Ramsey on the bench for yeah. so good to see no, a no, Scotsman good, good yeah. to see a yeah. Scotsman yeah. He, he's been getting plaudits uh -huh. the last two or three weeks yep. Klopp spoke about him um, he did didn't he we've yep. we, we, we seen his potential at Aberdeen yep. I mean I think it was four or five million pound mm. I think in time just let him adjust down there and I think in time he could find his way um, his way into that Liverpool team in just over an hour we'll hear the Champions League music that we all love um, we've missed it for such a long time it's been back obviously uh, in recent months because of the Champions League with Rangers there Celtic tomorrow night against RB Leipzig tonight at Anfield Rangers just over an hour away from kickoff we're in the Radisson Red we're coming live and Michael is joining us uh, now Michael where are you where are you from I'm from Kings Park Kings Park in the south side yes great to see you here Upside Hamden yeah indeed yeah steeped in it in the football yeah what are you thinking tonight? What you've heard so far? The teams, Liverpool, uh, yeah, Rangers? a few, a few. Obviously, heard you guys talking about the Colac, the Morelos decisions, uh, Tillman's wee bit of an interesting one. I think when he first came to the club, he was he was doing well. He scored a few goals, and then the form just kind of drifted away a wee bit. So mm -hmm. it's probably nice to see him back in. Maybe he was the one that can come up with a couple tonight. Hopefully, yeah. What do you think, Mark? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think yeah. with, with, with Tillman, they've raved about him um, at the club, and he's right, he's, he's maybe disappeared. But what you've got to remember, and I've heard Giovanni Van Bronckler say, say this about him okay, he's at Bayern Munich and he's at Rangers and Loan, there's big expectations, but he's a baby. He's a yeah. baby, he's only, he's only got 10 or 15 first team games under his, 
he's built. But one thing that he can do, if he's given tactical instruction, he can follow him. So there's no doubt that there's a reason for him, obviously, for him playing there. There'll be a plan for Tillman. Now, whether they think Tillman can really get it to Shmikas on the, uh, the left-back area, you know, just drag him in, whether they think he can get it, Matic, whatever it is, there'll be a reason why Tillman's playing. It'll be interesting to see what the instructions are, because we do know, again, with Giovanni van Bronckhorst, every European game, there's a lot of thought, isn't it? He does his homework, how many staff, they look at the opposition in detail, they try to spot weak links, and then they'll try to exploit those weak links, and clearly, Tillman's going to have an important role tonight, because as, um, as Graham said, they sat in the chair there before you, Michael, yeah. how do we get up the pitch? How are we yeah. going to get at Liverpool's back, uh, back four? Yeah, and clearly, it's going to be Kent, Tillman and Morelos with the two of them really, really being up top to support uh, Morelos who will be up there on his own. What did you make of the former chairman's comments, uh, Dave King, who said that, yeah, it was a great run in the, the Euros going to the final to lose out to Eintracht, but he would have preferred to concentrate on the title, which he thought he could have won. Is that a distraction in any way to you? Because that must have been a bit special. Were you in Seville? I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, I was Just watching it at home with my, my <laughs> yeah. girlfriend and yeah. family yeah. and we, but it we was made some... a good night of it. But yeah. um, it was a great run fantastic run yeah. um, and to go out the way we did was, was cruel but the game itself I think Frankfurt probably had the best of what the 60-70 minutes of the game and then we got the chance, half chances at the end of the match but um, great run it was yeah what are you feeling about Morelos he's hardly criticised by Rangers fans but sometimes we're critical because he missed out in the Champions League the Malmo game last week he came back from you know uh, from Colombia he hadn't he played seven minutes um, but he wasn't to be seen and then this season as well he wasn't ready for it I think he is still a go-to player when it yeah. comes to Europe he's been fantastic his record in the Europa League speaks for itself yeah. Um I think it is a wee bit unfortunate for Kolak to have such a good performance here against Hearts and now he's potentially benched, isn't he, after his two goals. But I think he's got a lot to still offer, whether he's going to be that impact player, because Morelos can be that, but whether Kolak can be that, yep. maybe later in the game tonight. But um, he's in there for a reason, Morelos, and as you say, it's maybe he because he wanted to drag the defence. Sure. Side to side, he's there for a reason, yeah. Does he get another big contract, Barry? Because this is a huge he's, stage for him tonight, yeah. and also people will watch him, Morelos. Yeah, I mean, both um, Morelos and Kent are up at the end of the season, and there's been it's been pretty quiet. Ryan and, Jack, yep, and Ryan Jack. That's three for me, really important players for Rangers. But listen, if these guys want to go on to bigger leagues. Well, they need to produce big performances and no better than the Champions League at Anfield tonight. What are you feeling now, Barry? You've had a few moments to think about the two teams. A um, couple of surprises in there. but The only surprise to me is Tillman instead of Scott Arfield. Yeah. I, I kind of thought he maybe have went with a, a back three. I have no problem with, with Leon King. I've, I've spoke about him, what I think of him. That's the only surprise. But listen, Gio's obviously... Trust has put his trust in it, but Matt makes a good po point about Tillman. People have got to remember that he's very, very inexperienced. He's, he's at a top club in Bayern Munich. I think he's 20 years of age. I think with more experience, more games, I think he can become a top player. That is a good point, Mark, about Tillman. And maybe yeah, he knows the game, Mark, yeah. doesn't he? A wee bit. Yeah, he does, he does indeed. Maybe he <laughs> will. Meant Tillman, you know, yeah. <laughs> but Tillman could come out with something special, as Matondo did at the weekend, because Matondo had done virtually nothing. I know it's Hearts which is not Liverpool but Hart's been in good form could it be Tillman's night? Yeah it could. Paul he's got the talent and, and like I say you know you, you speak even you know publicly but sometimes more importantly privately you get a better insight and privately they rave about Tillman you know they think he's a he's a special talent but that said 
the caveat he is a baby you know, he's, yeah. he's a kid you know, he's learning the game uh, but, but you know if you get to Bayern Munich you've got stock about you you can take things in and that's what I think the tactical instruction will, will, will be key to whatever it is Giovanni's got planned um, for him tonight he'll have thought of somewhere to try and hurt Liverpool um, and then if you've got the good thing about Matondo Paul from Saturday is he was completely out of the picture people said waste of money another 2 or 3 million quid down the drain what are they thinking about but if he's required to come off the bench tonight he'll be confident having had that game under his belt um, on Saturday Morelos will be confident he should be loving this game tonight see Morelos he should have the game of his life he, he, he might only get one chance Every, it might just be one chance he'll get tonight but if he can bury it the way he buried his goal on Saturday against Craig Gordon then you know there's, there's every chance this is his stage tonight this is a perfect stage for your big players Morelos Kent's guys who are, are probably the fans are wondering why they've not put pen to paper I, I was confident a month ago yeah. that both would sign now as the months go on I'm, I'm starting to to wonder um, but for me Morelos is a top striker He's learned his lesson, he's took his medicine, he's come back and to me, he's looked sharper and fitter. That's what you want to see from Morelos. And Ryan Kent showed me on Saturday that um, he's willing to pop the ball in the back of the net. He's assisted with a great cross for Sholak. Big stage for big players tonight and hopefully these guys can turn up. In the first hour, Barry Ferguson has said that this is the stage for Alfredo Morelos tonight. Your scoreline again? My just score, give us it. My scoreline. Yeah. Um, we Go just on, need Michael. points on the board, don't yeah. we? I think that's that's the ultimate. But a Rangers win, a, a two-one maybe. Would you take um, that, Michael? I would. Oh, you yeah, Rangers I, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> just points would. on the board. I think. Yeah. We'll go to the news, and then we're back live. We're an hour away from kickoff. Liverpool against Rangers. <laughs> There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota opens this October in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And special advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota opens Monday, October the 17th at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! This is the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Good evening, we're coming live from the Radisson Red for Euronights in association with Steen. And you know what? We're only 55 minutes away from the Champions League music. And more importantly, Liverpool against Rangers. The headlines now at just after 7 o'clock. Barry Ferguson says he's getting excited now. Yeah, excited, nervous. Yep. Um, I, I, was, I'm, I was always like that as a player, but as a, as a supporter now, even watching the games, it's back to the, your, your playing days. Um, but again, this is a game. I'm sure the fans, the players, everybody connected with Rangers. You've got to be excited. You're, going, you're in the Champions League. You're going to play against, in my eyes, a, a top team um, with a top manager, top players in a, a brilliant stadium. So I'm really looking forward to it. Rangers, after the weekend, I've got to take a bit of confidence, as we spoke about that performance um, against Hearts at Tynecastle. So after the team came out, um, I, I'm sure he's going to go down and, and try and um, frustrate them with the, the back five 
and hopefully they can do that because as long as the game goes on you're then hopeful that the, the Liverpool supporters begin to get frustrated the Liverpool players begin to uh, get frustrated and you never know maybe Rangers can nick something Mark, the Liverpool team uh, we've given the Rangers team a few times uh, five at the back um, we've got Morelos is in yep. he can hold the ball up in a way that Cholak probably couldn't yeah, I mean, Morelos is Rangers' best striker, there's no doubt about that, but, but Cholak's been been terrific, but when you're getting to your big games and you need yeah. big performances, you, you do turn to Morelos, as long as he's behaving himself, which he is doing just now, therefore, he quite rightly starts the game. We've gone Thielman and Kent to get as close to him as possible and cause a very fragile Liverpool back four, Paul. That, that, that's the key to it. Mm-hmm. Liverpool are yep. fragile. They've only had two clean sheets in ten games. They conceded three goals. To, to Brighton, great character to come back from two down, but then concede a goal with ten minutes to go, probably would have lost the game had it not been for Allison. So you can get at this back four. They're getting in there, you know, not confident at all. Two fullbacks. Um you can get them, you can definitely get them. And and Van Dyke is one of the best defenders in the world. But this season he's not been the Van Dyke the Van Dyke that, that we all know. Henderson and Thiago in front of him can protect and then you've got the front four and he, look as Barry said, you're going to need a lot of luck. Yeah. To get a result tonight, you're going to need a lot of luck. You're going to need them to be off it, and you're going to need the Rangers back five and the goalkeeper to be right bang on it. But if ever there's a time to get Liverpool, Paul, it's tonight. Mm-hmm. What's important as well, Liverpool are going to have the vast majority of possession, but when Rangers do gain possession, they've got to try and keep it. It's no point in just getting it for a second and then losing um, possession to Liverpool. That's where guys like Stephen Davis, I think, who's got a calm head in the middle of the pitch, who can calm people down but that front four of Liverpool they don't play one position they all interchange with each other they, um, they're great movement great ability and the Rangers back five including Alan McGregor and that six they need to have a a top game they need to be really solid and as I said you always need a wee bit of slice of luck but I think you've got to earn that luck mm-hmm. and that means throwing body your body at the ball blocking shots it re- re- really needs to be a real team performance and listen they've shown that they can come back for bad result, uh, results they've had a bit of criticism and I always look at signs uh, how did they react to that and they've certainly reacted in the right manner getting three points against Dundee United it wasn't a great performance international break but they've come back off international break they a brilliant performance at Tynecastle, and hopefully now they can carry it into tonight Robert from Renfrew is with us hi Robert hi guys how are we doing good Robert. how are you feeling what about the Rangers line up tonight I'm optimistic uh, yeah. it's going to be a bit controversial I think uh, as Barry says we're going to have to keep possession and I think Len Kamara would have been ideal for that but yeah. obviously recent circumstances he's not in the team and he's out of favour at the moment isn't he yeah. but I think he's a brilliant player take the ball well, back take the ball anywhere really keep possession and I think he would have been an ideal player for this game good point Barry that's somebody that you raved about for a few seasons yeah I, I like Glenn Kamara I mean again we were talking about James Tavernier getting bought for 300,000 Glenn Kamara 50, 50 grand and um, what a piece of business that was look he's no, he's no flavour of the money just now he's struggling to get into the team what's wrong I don't know, maybe a slight loss of form. Look, Gio sees him every single day, day in, day out in training. Um, but I, I look at the two central midfield field players that are playing tonight. Lundstrom, I think, has been fantastic. After a, I wouldn't say a ropey, he struggled the first six months, but I always backed him because I'd seen him plenty of times. He became a, a real important player for Rangers. Stephen Davis, for me, is just a, a, a phenomenal football player. It's, a, it's an area where Rangers are pretty strong. 
and Glenn Kamara at this moment in time struggling to get into it, but he's a, he's a very good player, Glenn Kamara. What did you want to ask? You've got something to take us back, I think. Yeah. yeah. First, what's yeah. his first European football memory growing up as a young boy? My first and my, my most favourite. Oh, your best, first and well, your best. My best one was um, the Battle of Britain. Um, 1992, was it? 92? Yeah, it was 92 against Leeds. Um, I'm sure quite a few people in here will remember that. Um, that was the team that were my, my heroes, the guys that played in there, like McCoy's, Haley Stuart McCall's, Richard Goff's, guys like Andy Gorham. That was a phenomenal team. Um, and it was labelled that Leeds, if I remember that, I was only 13 at the time. Leeds would easily brush Rangers yeah, aside. Yeah. That was the, the English press, oh, yeah. the media. Yeah. But Rangers um, showed their quality um, at that, that time. And it was a brilliant doubleheader. Brilliant doubleheader. And, and Rangers thoroughly deserved to get through. And I remember Mark Haitley's goal from, I think, mm. 25, 30 yards. Um, what a goal. Coyste scoring as well. Um, so, yeah, that was that's my favourite Rangers team as well. And as I said... So many of the players were my hero. We covered it live on STV at the time. Jim White, sure, mate, we were there. And that was an amazing <laughs> I night. I love a name drop, didn't you? <laughs> exactly. He was on the phone earlier. Just, uh, well, it was almost Sunnis last night. And Graham Sunnis said 3-3. But I think yeah, the former manager was uh, hedging his bets. I mean, the biggest night ever was 50 years ago when Rangers won the Cup Winners' Cup. 3-2 against Dynamo in Barcelona. I suppose that was their biggest ever. And you came so close in Seville. Oh, that's right. I used to stay at my, my, my granddad's and uh, used to have a picture in the room with the, the cut winners team on, on the wall and it was just, uh, he used to tell me about it, so it's, it's a good memory. What do you feel about the manager? Because people were giving him stick um, about the performance, uh, mainly uh, in the, the, the title race, but your two points. But what do you feel about Giovanni? I, I, I like you. I've got trust in Gio. Um, he can only work with what he's got and I feel like he's done, he's done a good job just now. We're, we're pretty steady and there's a long way to go in the season, so I'm, I'm optimistic. Mark, good to hear that. Yeah. Because I mean, we, were, we were on the show on Friday night. The first two callers were Rangers fans, mm-hmm. and it was almost as if they were taking it for granted that Rangers weren't going to win at Tynecastle. And they wanted Giovanni sacked, you know, at full time on Saturday afternoon. So he's still got a lot of work to do to win the Rangers fans, quite a number of Rangers fans over, which I don't agree with. I think he is the right manager for Rangers. He's not even been in the job a year. He's won a cup. He's taken to a European final, he's got to the Champions League and he's turned guys like Calvin Bassey into £20 million footballers. So financially for the football club, he has been an absolute saviour for Rangers and that shouldn't be forgotten either. And if you didn't have Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, I don't know who's going to be better out there realistically to take the Rangers off. So I like to hear Robert, I like to hear the manager being backed. He thoroughly deserves it, he deserves more backing. At the end of the day, you've got to remember too, he's up against a right good Celtic team. And that's just a fact. And it's not always pleasant for Rangers fans to admit that, but he's up against a really good Celtic. Yeah. You've just got to hang in there when that's the case, Paul. You know, and Rangers are doing that you now. Only two points of a difference. Three old firm games to come the rest of the season. So, therefore, I like to hear Giovanni being backed. Yeah, I'm not just saying it because I'm an ex-teammate. And um, he, listen, he was a brilliant Rangers player, but I, I do. I, I think he's got potential to be a brilliant Rangers manager. Look, I, I think where it's been difficult for the Rangers fans or, or the reason why he's come in for a bit of stick, Mark, is because of that, that two-game, a three-game period yeah. um, against Celtic. Again, he's went to Celtic part and get ran over the toppy. And then the, the, the response to that against Ajax was, was even worse, I, I would say. Yeah. But for me, you've still got to give him time. I still think he, he knows the game inside out. He, he's a good coach. 
He's got an eye for a player. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think he deserves um, a bit more time. He he's all, a, he's a also great. a really brave coach. Yeah. You look at some of the decisions he made in, in, in Europe, half-time, yeah. Borussia yeah. Dortmund. He's a brave coach. He believes in, and he clearly... The players believe in him because they follow his inst- follow his instructions. Like in tonight, Leon King in a back three. Yeah. Well, they'll be well drilled. Yeah. Now Rangers might still lose the game, but they'll be well drilled. They'll be prepared. And as long as uh, if the Rangers back five in the goal, if you want to call it a back eight, <laughs> you know, if you take Lundstrom yeah. and Davis, you're back five in your goal. So it's a back eight. If they're tactically disciplined tonight, then Rangers definitely have got a chance. What's the scoreline for you, Robert? I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to go for two one Rangers. Two one Rangers brilliant but I'll be happy with a draw okay <laughs> we'll talk to you later in the podcast thanks very much Robert from Renfrew we're here with Macklin Motors it's the Go Radio Football Show we've got a special Euro night here live at the Radisson Red I, I listened to the show on Friday I was yeah. going to run um, I listened back to the podcast and I, I, I was surprised at yeah. the fans but that's the general feeling when, yeah. when I've been out and about Paul mm-hmm. and I was speaking to Mark off air about it like people Asking me about, about Gio, what do you think? Or uh, we want to maybe get rid of him? And I find it very surprising. Yeah. I've well, got to be honest with you. Can, yeah. You can ask Tommy, who's with us. Hi, Tommy. Yeah, Tommy will tell us the truth. Well, Barry, Barry you've, you've actually answered my question before I come on there. Because <laughs> I was going to ask you, you played for Rangers all your days as a young kid. For me, the jury's out in Giovanni Van Brunkhurst. I would say so. I'll tell you why, right? We played Celtic at Celtic Park, which was a sole result. Mm-hmm. He played the boy for Man United, young boy we had there. Diallo. What's his name? Diallo. Diallo. Right. Diallo. Put him in the, the cold room of Celtic Park on a Wednesday night. 60,000 Celtic fans there. He'd done the same with boy Tillman. Mm-hmm. None of the two of them ever sh- showed up in that game, right? So, why would you put Tillman at Anfield, in the cold room at Anfield, mm-hmm. against Liverpool? I know, I know you said, Mark, they're playing, they're very jittery at the back. That's the Premiership. Tonight they're playing Rangers. They're probably playing one up front, are we? One up front? Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. yep. Morelos up front. The one up front they're playing, Giovanni slated that boy four weeks ago, five weeks ago, didn't he? In Sky Sports, mm-hmm. didn't he? He's quite rightly. Right. And rightly so. His fitness wasn't he right. Yeah. And he's playing against Liverpool, one up front. Mark, I think Liverpool's defence is going to have an easy night tonight. They, they may well have to. For me, for me, I would take Tillman out and i put Korak in along with Morelos. I'd give them something to think about. Okay. I like a five-three-two. Played both of them up top. I'd love to see that. We've spoken about it. In fact, we were spoke. We had a long discussion about it in the podcast yep. the night yep. after the Ajax game when mm-hmm. we thought Rangers were going to Petardi. Mm-hmm. The game was postponed. But I'd agree. But unfortunately, it doesn't happen in the modern day game, Tommy. But I'd love to see that. I'd love is, to see the two of them up there. Let's together. be honest, guys. Right? Let's be honest. You're Barry. You're a Rangers man. I'm not sure about you, Mark. <laughs> Paul, you're a Celtic man, right? <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, Tommy's got it all sussed, isn't he? Anyway. Other football clubs are available. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, you started very well there. <laughs> That's a very good point you've got though. No, about Barry, let's be honest, right? Rangers should have gone you for it. any bears in here. Yeah. Is Rangers going to qualify in this Champions League? No, no, I think so it's so going to be very, we're, very we're not going to qualify. No this is a, big, a great game for Rangers. Mm-hmm. My second team's Liverpool, my first team's Rangers, right? Why don't you just go for the Gio? And I, I, I hate to say it, Posty Coglu goes for it. He had Real Madrid thinking for 25 minutes at Celtic Park, didn't he? I, I would say even 60 minutes. 60 minutes, yeah. okay. I kind of killed 60. I don't think, <laughs> I think that, and I've said it, I think the reason why he's going for a back five, and Barry just mentioned it three minutes ago, 
the run of the three results, Tom, 11 goals conceded, none scored. Celtic, yeah, Ajax I know, I know. and, and, and I know Napoli. Javari can't just... afford a sore one tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't, listen, I don't, think he would, I don't think he would or should lose his job if Rangers happen to lose 4-5-0 no, 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 tonight. No, no. But he can't afford a sore one. He needs to, you know, if he can get away with a 1-0 or a 2-1 mm-hmm. or a 2-0 yeah. defeat, fine if it's a credible performance right. that Celtic put in against Real Madrid but mm-hmm. he can't as manager he can't afford a sober because the fans will really turn on him if that happens see when you lose four at Celtic Park I would rather lose six at Anfield believe me yeah. right yeah. Tommy you made a, a good point there to Barry should Rangers tonight have gone to try to do a Brighton I know that's a league game rather than Champions League but go at yeah, Liverpool I get, where he, <clears throat> I get where he's coming from me and Mark did speak about it yeah. about when the, the weekend the, the games were getting cancelled and I thought he would have changed it totally yeah a 5-3-2 yeah. go something different we, we two up top if you look back to the Napoli game Ryan Kent was basically the partner for Morelos mm-hmm. it was basically a 5-3-2 and for that 60 minutes before Sands got sent off I thought Napoli knew they were in a game, aye, they were in a game. Were in a game. but don't be surprised if that maybe happens tonight I'm saying maybe a 5-4-1 but don't be surprised if Ryan Kent partners Manelos up top but I get where you're coming from you've got a guy who Aye. has scored 11 goals I mean, in Cholak yeah I, I get it he's, he's just he's went to Rangers and just fitted in well yeah. do you remember the days when Mark Hartley came to Rangers I remember being the Copeland Road we booed Mark Hartley yeah. he struggled for a while didn't he we, we booed right, yeah. Mark Hartley yeah, yeah. we called him the mercenary he was hopeless he's this and the rest of the sister would be Mark Hartley mm. I think Gio should go you know what we're not going to qualify <laughs> We'll play safe at the back. Let me try Morales and Kolak. Right, listen, let's try... Leave the boy till a minute. James. Can, can I yeah. just say, but it, if you look at the that week, that seven days, yeah. you look at Celtic, you look at Ajax, you look at Napoli, I think he's maybe looking right, you know what, shut up, shut up, let's been really tough to play against and then maybe open it up. Maybe he might throw a Sholak on if it's nothing each and say, right, you know what, last half hour, let's go for it. Well, we all know, Morales on his game... He's unplayable. Mm-hmm. He proved that. I think he's Dortmund. the best number nine in mm-hmm. the club. Aye, he's, uh, definitely. Aye, definitely mm-hmm. won't. Kolak's just in. Right. So yeah, he's done brilliant. Listen, aye, he's, well, he, he's out of all the signings. He's unplayable, and Ken can play good with Morelos. Mm-hmm. Okay. Happening, right, Tommy. Just went two up front. Don't ask for the score, Paul. I'm not telling you. You're not telling me. Well, uh, hold on, uh, before we do. He told me you there. Uh huh. Okay, I'm going to ask you the second two. James, can we get Giovanni on the phone? You've just you, said you're live on there. Use Barry's mobile. I'm going to say who He's two on the Barry's mobile. See if we can get him. Tommy says they should play two up front. Okay. There's still t- can you get the, t- oh, the team lines are in? Come on, Barry. We take your call before the game. Love the passion. Tommy, okay. Give us your scoreline then. What do you um, think? With my heart? Yep. I policy one each. And your head? With the head, the team we're playing against and the setup. I'm not saying it because all the bears are there. Are going to- <laughs> I'm saying nothing. <laughs> Three nothing. Three or four. Three, three nothing. Three. Yeah. Is that what you think? Anyway, Tommy, thanks for being with us. We'll speak to you later for the podcast. Okay. I hope you turned that off when I said that, right? No. So, <laughs> <laughs> quick break, and then we're back. We're only what forty minutes away from kickoff. I just want the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go. This is Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson and Mark Guidi, the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, and we're live at the Radisson Red in Glasgow for Euronights in association with Steen. I'll tell you what, the place is rocking. Some, uh, it is, isn't it? You enjoying the pizza and all the rest. We've been well looked after here by the team at Radisson Red. So, Scott, you were on earlier by public demand. 
You're back. still in the building. It's got people. <laughs> people have still been on to you earlier on. You had quite a few messages from people. Great to hear you on Go Radio. And thanks everyone for making the switch. We're on from five every night, apart from tonight when we're on at six. <laughs> <laughs> and four tomorrow night. <laughs> that one that'll come up at the best of the week so normally at five and tomorrow yes at four uh, Mark Hughes there my uh, sidekick <laughs> Scott what are you thinking now because we spoke to you in the first hour before the team what are you reckoning I did say one yeah. each earlier but... right for those tuning in Barry Rangers how are they going to actually line up tonight yeah I think they're going to go a 5-4-1 Paul Allen McGregor in goals three central defenders King Golston and Davies um Right back, James Tavernier, Barisic at left back, Lundstrom, Steve Davis centrally, Tillman in the right, Ryan Kent in the left, and Alfredo Morelos up top. Up against the team who just did much of the pressure in the final against Real Madrid and then they lost out, but three finals in five years. Liverpool line up tonight? Yeah, they're going a 4 2 4 4 2 1 look at it, Paul? It's Alisson in goals. Alexander Arnold, Van Dijk, Matip, and Shemikas at the back. Henderson and Thiago, the two holders, and then a front four who will interchange Nunes, Diaz, Salah, and Jota. What a lineup from Liverpool tonight. I mean, the, the front four by Liverpool are, are frightening, but one guy that they can't give a second to on the ball is Thiago. You give him any space, I mean, what a football player that boy is in, in the middle of the pitch. Scott, what are you thinking now that you've heard both teams? It's a pity he's back, to be fair, because he yeah, has quality. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think. Milner and Henderson are obviously older and yeah. I think that's been Liverpool's problem recently like they're going to overrun the middle of the park yeah. when you watch the, the Premiership obviously him back in might be a concern but just what do you think about Tillman on the right obviously we played him there at Parkhead and he struggled it didn't work at all mm -hmm. then he's took him back out and now he's put him back in another big game well I, I'm thinking maybe he's learned from the Celtic Park yeah. performance and, and defeat but again personally there's one guy I think should be playing more. If he's fit and available, Scott Arfield, whether that's in the right or whether that's centrally, with the team he put out, that, that was the one that I've marked down as the biggest surprise to me, Tillman instead of Scott Arfield. I don't know what, what you think. Um, I would have went Scott Arfield, but... Arfield's good because he makes these runs. Centre-halves have to have a look yep. and say, oh, he's making this run, I need to pick him up. And but he's also, the, he's also got the experience he's played down, exactly, down in England. Exactly. He's played, played at Anfield for, yep. for um, Burnley when, yep. he was, when he was there in the, the Premier League. So that's probably the only surprise that when he, Gio's named the team that he's went for Tillman instead of Scott Arfield. You played alongside Giovanni. You know him really well. You've just said he could well be a great Rangers manager. He's quite stubborn, though, about some players, isn't he? And Scott Arfield's maybe one of them. Where you've said a few times this season he would have added to the team. No, I just think, Paul, from the, that period, that bad week that, that Rangers had in terms of getting beat off Celtic, getting beat off Ajax, getting beat off um, um, Napoli. Obviously, the game was, was cancelled um, against Aberdeen. I thought he had to go back. And I don't use, like using, sorry, the word old guard, but he's went back to guys like Stephen Davis, Scott Arfield, Alan McGregor, guys who... You can, you can trust, but also they're, they're proper football players, they're proper characters. I, I know what certainly Griggs is like and, and Stephen Davis. I know what they're like in the, in the dressing room. I, I don't know what Scott Arfield's like, but I can imagine we're watching him, what he's like. He's got a bit of passion, he's got a bit of fire in his belly. And I think it was important that these guys come back in. Um, and to be fair to Gio, he's brought them back in and they've stayed in apart from tonight, um, like Scott Arfield. I think that you know that word that you used there, Paul, uh, stubborn. I think there was a, I think there was a definite stubbornness 
towards Stephen Davis. You know, a number of games last season, yeah. we thought Davis would come in and play the big games, the big moments. And I think it's maybe just now this season that he's really the manager's really started to value Stephen because he wouldn't be playing tonight. That's a good point because you know. there was a lot of games last season he never played them, and you're yeah. saying Davis should be playing today. Get on the ball and get it ticking over on that, but. Because you look at the, 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 game, the game that sticks out for me and it was important for Rangers um, was the Scottish Cup semi-final against Celtic when Steve Davis was absolutely yeah. superb. He ran, the, he just, he, he ran it um, and he was brilliant and that was a key game for, for, for Giovanni and for the club. Alan, let's hear a wee bit more of Giovanni van Bronckhurst just talking about the challenge tonight or the game. This is what he said yesterday at Anfield, 24 hours ago, when Rangers went there to have a look at that the great football stadium. Here is Giovanni. Well, it's going to be very difficult. It's a team who performed really well in the Premier League. They were in three finals last five years. It's, uh, I think, still one of the best teams in, in Europe. So uh, if you look at all our opponents we faced um, the last uh, season in, in, in Europe and also this season, probably this is the strongest side. Scott, see when you think about it though. I think 10 years ago, the journey that you went on, could you have imagined you would be back and it went on for you know, five, four or five years never. that you'd be in the Champions League never. up against Liverpool? No, never. It was, a, it was a long road, you know what I mean? But everything stuck together and we got back, so that's what it's all about. Had you ever been to Peterhead before that happened? Going around the country I've never and been to Peterhead, no. Did you not go no, no. and breaking? But the Rangers fans stuck by the team and you're back here. Would you give credit to the directors, Douglas Park, John Bennett, and the others yep. who've ploughed a lot of money in 100%, to the club? Yep. 100%. I mean, you look where the club was back then, all the players leaving, and we never even that squad at one point, you know what I mean? I know Ali gets a lot of stick in that, but he's, he's, he's had to just cobble together a squad there in the kind of last minute and do what he can do, get us up through the leagues, and never worked out for him in the end up, but I don't think he ever got a fair crack at it. And, but I think good Rangers fans now have great feeling back. about Ali McCoy. Because oh, you were left, it was in the, the deck of the Titanic, really. He was left as the captain. He wasn't the owner of the ship, but he's a man that was there. Um, he, he put the steel hats on, didn't he? He did. <laughs> he did for Ali. So, Giovanni, I, I hear you about Scott Arfield. It is Tillman that's in there. Do you think Tillman could produce something tonight? Will he produce something? Hopefully. I mean, to be fair, he did look good. Yep. And then he played them right right side at, uh, at Celtic Park and it, it didn't work out then I've not really seen him since sure. so it's a big it's a massive game for him I think it's you said a, it's a big yeah. surprise I think yeah. a lot of people mm -hmm. are, are taking sure. I don't think he'd be playing tonight to yeah I, it came as a, a total surprise to me but one thing I will say and me and Mark spoke about Tillman people need to remember he's 20 years of age he's not had a lot of experience yeah. first team mm -hmm. football but to throw a young man in Gio must must trust him he must he's have putting him in tonight yeah. um, against Liverpool He's not stupid, the manager, so no, he, he, must, he must have a plan. He, he knows yeah. the game inside out, um, Gio. You played him, didn't you? So yep. you know him better than him, do Yeah, but I, and I, I, I think given time, I think he can be a great Rangers mm -hmm. manager. Yeah, I really I do believe that. And I'm not just saying that because he was a yeah, teammate. Sure. I mean, had, yep. me and Gio had a brilliant relationship for a couple of years before he left to go to Arsenal. I do think given time and the right tools, I think he can become... A great Rangers manager. I have to say, I don't think he's getting to prove as Rangers manager. I, mean, I know they'd be on Endos winning in a title, and I get that, and stopping Celtic, I get that. But even if it doesn't work out for him, and he doesn't win a title, and he's out of job in the summer or whatever, I don't think he's getting to prove. He's a top manager. He knows his stuff. You look at his CV. You look at what he's achieved at Rangers in ten months. You know, on the park and off the park. 
the, the financial stability that he's helped give the club in a number of ways. He got Rangers into Champions League, two tough qualifiers. Been, Steve, Stephen Gerrard never managed it. No, Stephen no. Gerrard got one trophy in three seasons, albeit it was the biggest one of all yeah. to stop 10 yeah. in a row. I get that. But Stephen Gerrard never had an ounce of the stick mm-hmm. that Giovanni Van Bronckhurst has had. And, and I don't quite get it. I know there's been a couple of thumpings at Celtic Park and that's sore to take. But you look at the bigger picture, he's a right good manager and I just find it really strange and I think really unfair that it's almost like he's at the moment he's having to prove himself game by game. Scott, would you agree? Yeah, I think if you look at that run last season, tactically in the games, the changes he made, dropping Lundstrom back, making a free and stuff like that, we never really seen that. Gerard was very rigid. Mm-hmm. He had a set formation and, and that was it. But I think Gio was a bit more flexible within the game. So I, I quite like him and I think he'll do well. If we back him, we need to back him though. Let's check with the man in the know. Do you think Stephen Gerrard will be there tonight watching the game? Liverpool against Rangers? Because yeah, most of the team's his, have, isn't it? I would yeah. imagine so. Mm. Yep. Where will he be? Is there a neutral position then in the director's box? I thought you think he's in the Rangers then, if I'm being <laughs> honest. No, but listen, yeah. he'll, he'll definitely two clubs that obviously... Rangers were... Listen, he'll think a lot of Rangers. They were a club that gave him his big break in management. Yep. And um, as Mark says, he, he came up here, and again, it was a slow burner with, with, with Stevie G, but listen, he, he got what all Rangers fans crave for, was stopping Celtic for the 10 in a row, he won the league, and he, he'll, get down a, he'll get down a hero for years to come. I think the Europa League, I mean, getting us into the, the group's Europa League, was it three years in a row he done that? Uh, yeah, he yep. was impressive. That was massive with the money yep. and the finance mm. and all that, so yep. you can't forget that. I know he was the winning League Cups, and I mean, would you like to win a League Cup or get in the Europa League? You look at the money... Mm-hmm. I know yeah. Rangers need to win trophies you know that Barry do you know what I mean but are you surprised that more of the money that has come in in the past year hasn't gone into the team but I know there was a lot of debt there there's also you know the, the work well, in the stadium has been huge I know that yeah, tens people of millions need to be, I mean there was yeah. £23 million spent on at Ibrox in the training £23 million. The, it was falling apart it was falling apart so £23 million over the last couple of years has been straight back into Ibrox in the training centre which it was badly needed because there was parts of Ibrox that were getting closed down Mm -hmm. so Rangers need to have that open for the 52,000 fans to get in and for people to buy season I thought he'd have spent some money in the middle middle of the park because if you look at he's obviously brought Goldson in Baracic's money the young Turkish boy's money we've spent money in Kent we've not actually spent any money in the midfield Mm. Kamara's 50 grand Lundstrom's a free Davis a free Arfield's a free we've not spent a penny in the middle of the park uh, you don't, need, you don't yeah. need to spend money, Scott. You look at the, I know, I know that. Look, I know. Look, look with the benefit of hindsight. Had you paid three million quid for Lundstrom, you'd be saying that was money well spent. Nah, I know what had you're you paid two million yeah. for Kamara, you'd say that was money well spent. Yeah. So it's not about what you, it's about the quality that that, mm. that you bring in. And I think that it's probably been a source of frustration. It was certainly a source of frustration for Stephen Gerrard last summer when he felt he didn't get the backing that he wanted. A bit of frustration probably for Giovanni having beaten PSV. There was nothing really done in the seven days thereafter. That said. At some point, the guys who have given the Rangers money, and remember, it's mainly been loans, it's not yep. been donations, sure. they have to get their money back That's out, which is only fair. And if, if it's the time's now to go and get some of that money back out, you can't blame them because they've propped the club up why the past no, five years. Sure. You can understand why they've not spent a lot of money, do you know what I mean? But but after the journey we've been through and where we were, you can say, right, let's... Not just about the money spent at Ibrooks and, and Murray Park. People forget, people have had contract extensions, which yeah. cost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. James Tavernier, Connor Goldston... Stephen Davis, mm. Alan McGregor, Scott Arfield. These are important players that Rangers had to keep for, in, in my eyes. So there was a lot of money spent on that as well. Are you changing your prediction now that you've heard the teams, Scott? What do you think? 
final words? I will win 2-1 now we've got a last minute winner right <laughs> thanks very much for joining us Scott we'll speak no to you thanks, later Scott. thanks so much it's the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors and it's a big Euro night live here at the Radisson Red in Glasgow it's absolutely magnificent you'll be up with a glass of champagne if it's a good result on the rooftop a test because we're here balls. we're here with Steen yeah a couple of and bottles no problem absolutely delighted the tick is good here uh, Gary's joining us now hi Gary how are we lads he's alright good yeah Let's, uh, what, what are you thinking? You've well, that's one of the way I get to Barry. Go on. Yeah. Where are you from? Renfrew. From Renfrew as well, Renfrew. yeah. Renfrew. Uh, I came with a big Robert. Um, you're a manager. How would you set the team up for tonight for Rangers? I, I would go in and try and really frustrate them for the first, certainly the first 20, 25 minutes. And I think you, you have to go, you've got to respect the quality you've coming up against. Now, that front four, I spoke about 250 million, 300 million pounds worth. They're top quality players, so I, I would go and I wouldn't say park the bus, but just make sure you don't concede. And then as the game goes on, then they can maybe open up, and that's where maybe you might change your shape and go a 5-3-2 and bring a Sholak on with Morelos up top. Um, but albeit Liverpool have had a difficult start to the season, you've still got to remember they're a, they're a top side. Either Liverpool. Yep, they're a top side with top top players. It's funny you're saying about about 300 million market value. They're great, and I'm just thinking, probably between the four of them, it's probably about 700 grand a week in wages. Yeah, I know. When you think about yeah. it, it's a bit, it's a bit of oh, 700. I'd be happy with that paycheck. Yeah. In a lifetime, I'd like that. Oh, um, but there's no Sadio Mane, so what's the problem? <laughs> Have they missed him? I mean, that is one of the questions people do ask. In my yeah, eyes, yeah. he was Liverpool's best player. Yeah. yeah. So I think is that part of the malaise? If I can use that, you know, they're not firing in all cylinders. I just think because of the success they've had under Klopp, I mean, they were relentless. Liverpool, they've had an off start, but again, I just keep looking back at the squad, and when you actually look at that starting eleven, and then you float to the the bench. They're, 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 they've got top, top players. And Rangers, listen, it's going, they're going to be in for a tough night. They need a slice of luck, and hopefully they get that slice of luck. Yeah, hopefully they are. I just think Morelis might not be the man f- that has the temperament to be up front. He's a great player, but I think they're going to bully him. But and Gary, I, he knows tonight, sorry, th- this is the game of his life, potentially, isn't it? That's when you need James Tavernier, Alan McGregor, Stephen Davis yeah. to say, listen, yeah, we, and we need yeah, you. Bring yeah. him back in. We, we need you. Exactly. But I just don't know. I think they're just going to go for them and they're going to try and get them. They're going to try and, and wind them up. Off, where I think play anybody. Better. But he's got to rise above that. Exactly, and that's he's... where he's. I think he lets himself down a lot, mm-hmm. where he just reacts too much. Can we ask you something? What about Ben Davis tonight? How big a night, a chance for him? So he went there, what, 18, 20 months ago? He went to Liverpool. He could have come to Glasgow, to Celtic. He would have been playing. He didn't play for Liverpool. What do you feel tonight? Have you got a confidence in Ben Davis? He's got a lot to prove. I think I think it's a great opportunity for him to go out and make his name. I think, um, yeah, that's probably where I stand on it because he can either be a hero mm-hmm. or he'll be made a fool of. Uh, yeah, Paul, it's hard to judge way. for like, m- yeah. myself as well. I, I hope he turns into a brilliant signing for mm-hmm. Rangers because he's, he's cost a, f- a few sure. quid. Four million. Yeah, four yeah. million pounds. I've only seen him really that 45 minutes in, in Saturday. Listen, Liverpool don't sign bad players. They've signed them for Preston. He, he has got good qualities, but again, you, you can, I, I think you can only judge players when they've played 10, 15, 20 games. And listen, it's a big night for him. He's going back to his former club. He never kicked a ball for Liverpool. 
um, which probably he'll want to go and prove a point to uh, Klopp. So, look, I th- I hope that he's going to be a, a good signing for Rangers. Do you think Ryan Kent's yep. in the same boat? <laughs> exactly what I was going to say. Just yeah, of course not. Go on. <laughs> yeah, the, Ryan Kent. Yeah, but I, and again, I'll go back to it. I want to see... I think Ryan Kent's got everything. I do. I yeah. really think he's got everything. I just need to see him on a more consistent basis. Again, he's going back... To his, his former club Rangers bought him for £7 million which is a hefty hefty fee um, so listen he's come up against Trent tonight who has been let's be honest he's been getting absolute dogs abuse mm-hmm. and I, I think I, I felt for the boy I think he's yeah. one of the best fullbacks Horrible. attacking fullbacks defensively listen there's question marks yeah. over him so Ryan Kent might think right you know what I fancy my chances tonight why not? Because they're piling in on him. Mark, what are you thinking? I'm thinking about the Liverpool connections there with Ben Davies. You're thinking about Ryan Kent as well. And John Lundstrom, who of course played at Everton, but he's yeah. a Liverpool fan as a boy. Yeah, Lund- Lundstrom will love it tonight. You know, he'll, he'll, he'll thrive on it. Paul, as I've been lucky enough to be down to Anfield for a few games um, in the past couple of years. And it's going to be special. The Rangers players are going to love it. That Champions League music, Liverpool, Rangers, the stadium is going to be totally alive. The Rangers fans will have one end. Liverpool fans will, will occupy the rest of the stadium. It's got the potential to be a special, special night. It's got the potential to be a sore night for Rangers as well if, if, if Liverpool yeah. click. But at the moment, I like the way Giovanni's setting up. I think it's sensible. I think it's the right thing to do. And it gives Rangers the best chance of staying in the game. And that's all he has to They can't afford another Amsterdam. Amsterdam was embarrassing. They can't afford that tonight. And let's be honest, Liverpool's a better team than Ajax. Sure. So, I, get, I totally get where he's coming from. And if those... Eight players with the defensive duties can do it, then there's, then, then there's a chance. But you mentioned Manny. Manny and Robertson were the best bit yeah. of the Liverpool team. They don't have that yeah. tonight. So you've got Shamikas at left back. Decent. If you're, if you're, yeah. He's decent, but if you're going to look at a weak link, you would say it was him. So I don't know if maybe that's where Tillman fits in. They've got something mm-hmm. up their sleeve again in that part of the field. We're going to take a break. Gary, what's your prediction? What do you reckon? You had some I good always questions have hope there. in my heart, so yeah. I'm going to go with. Uh, 4-3 Rangers 4-3 Rangers <laughs> wow goal fest I have been drinking as well yeah I was just about to say how many pints you had <laughs> too many we're back live we're only what 20 minutes away from kickoff. Liverpool against Rangers well done the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com your local friendly experts for new and used cars let's go this is the Go Radio Football Show with our friends at Macklin Motors. We're live at the Radisson Red for Euro Nights in association with Steen. Woo! Hey. <laughs> I think we're ready for the game now, aren't we? We are. We've got the screens on here. BT Sport is on. And we're just looking there at, uh, oh, there's Big Rio Ferdinand. And, of course, Ali McCoist. 60 last weekend. Hard to believe, isn't it? Super Ali. There he is, the all-time top scorer for Rangers. And next to him, an all-time top scorer as well, Michael Owen. Uh, Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney, and Mark Guidi. What are you thinking no, I'm, there? I just take Coisty all day. Coisty, yeah. yeah. Would you go, go for him ahead of uh, Michael Owen? Oh, all day long. No question, right? <laughs> all day long. Another silly question, right? We're ready. Don't worry, the sound will go on soon. We're going to hear the Champions League music, and we'll also have a podcast, of course, available after full time. Right, we kicked off at uh, six o'clock with Graham, and Graham, we just want to ask you: You've heard the team now. You've, what are you now thinking about this match tonight? Uh, apprehensive no. yep. because oh, it's getting closer to kick off and nerves are starting to kind of kick in now and obviously you're, you're hoping your team are going to turn it on tonight and, and, and gaze a performance and all that and it's, it's, it's the same every game I don't know when it gets to this time you're just hoping that it doesn't go 
pear shaped through through the game and and they'd be, be turned up as a team. Um, <clears throat> I think a big a big uh, factor of the game is going to be your defence. Um, and like obviously Goldson, maybe Goldson's not the the best this season so far. But I feel as if he's not had another centre half next to him, and I think it's difficult for a for a for a true centre half to be playing against players that are no true centre halves next to him. You know, like last season he had, he had kind of mere, uh, um, prominent characters next to him. Yeah, Balogun and um, Hollander. Yeah, Hollander exactly. I was surprised that we get rid of Balogun. I think everyone. I thought, yeah, I thought, yeah. I thought Bal- Balogun for yeah. Balogun for me always turned up. He always put in a performance. Never let Rangers down. But regardless of what position he was asked to play in, whether he went at the right see, back see or in, in the centre of defence. Balogun, if he wasn't going to be Golson's partner, I think he's a brilliant backup. Balogun, yeah. big physical presence. Pace as well. Exactly. That's yeah, exactly. He, just as a centre half, he's yep. got pace at the back, and there was times you had to fill in at right back for Rangers, and I thought he'd done a, a, mm-hmm. a trick there. Um, yeah. And he does a turn in the centre of the field. So why was he in the stand at the PSV game? Do you know that was a real pity that he'd gone from the club? I've I've, I've been surprised since the day we let him go. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I don't know why we let him go. Um, I know we were obviously expecting another full back or other centre backs yeah. to come back in, um, but at that point in time, they were. I think we were relying on Stuart coming in. That's no work sure. I think also yeah. as well Gold, Goldson decided to, to stay it's maybe been down and at some point you've got to draw a line with budgets Yeah. and at some Aye. point whatever Balogun's wages are going to be and you could counter that by saying but they went out and spent 4 million quid on Davis and whatever sure. Davis is earning but I get I get with Balogun but it's always with the benefit uh, of hindsight but he never let Rangers down yeah, right. I'm exactly. thinking in terms of Haaland as well he's had these injury yeah. problems who to be honest with you maybe not be the best football player but he's a proper defender Haaland ah, he's, he's a like. decent defender Haaland and, yeah. he, and, he, and he plays for a shot I think when, when you see him he, yeah. he, he, play, he, gives, he gives his all every single game um, and, and again being, being a left footer he gives us that balance yep. at the centre of defence A good news for you though is that your keeper is in it's now Alan McGregor once again and that must give you confidence that he is there marshalling that whole defence Again this has been said time and time again McLaughlin's a good goalkeeper but for me and I don't mean to be hypercritical he's no Rangers number one I think for me McGregor's a Rangers number one he's got the character he's got the, he's got the presence at the back um, he's got the experience as well, and I think I think probably McGregor's probably been a better player. If he's been thirty onwards, I think yeah. he's been a better mm-hmm. keeper in the last ten years than he was. It was Steven Gerrard's best signing, and I think Absolutely. I think he inherited the decision to go and get Alan McGregor because he was on a free. But that said, he assess his contribution over that period. He was Steven Gerrard's best player. Ah, he's, he's been he's been great since he since he was signed again since he came back, um, and again I was glad that he signed again for a, an extra year. And I was surprised that at the start of the season, he wasn't in the team. It became clear at the start of the season that, that uh, Van Bronckhorst was going to go for McLaughlin. And I think with, with McGregor obviously kind of backing him up. And I don't think that's worked to him, to be honest. I think uh, McGregor, McGregor being for me is, is a better goalkeeper. And if you, you play your best players. I think, I think well, that's another team. indication of, we were, we were accusing Van Bronckhorst maybe a wee bit stubborn in certain situations. But there he's thought, no, he could have easily gone back and we got to say, no, no, I'm going to go. But he's no, McGregor's the best. I might not have called it right. There's, although, McLaughlin, I don't think it any, okay, the, the howl at Celtic Park, but that point the game's gone anyway. Maybe one of the goals that I actually could have done better. But over the piece, he was fine. But he just doesn't make saves at winning games. I don't think he lets in exactly. bad goals, but he doesn't make Mark, match winning saves. Well, Alan McGregor is worth 15 to 18 points yep. a season. Yep. That's what top goalkeepers are worth. Yep. And and listen, I, I'm with you, John McLaughlin, I think he's a brilliant backup 
He's a very good goalkeeper, but he's not at the levels of Alan McGregor. Again, that's something I don't want to be, be critical of John McLaughlin because I think he's a goalkeeper. Yeah. I don't want to criticise my goalkeeper. I think he's a good mm-hmm. goalkeeper. But you're just being again, honest. It's just your again, opinion. when you when you look at the years that the Rangers number ones that we've had and and, and the goals, you're like your Gorums, your Closes, your Sherbonis, things like that. They were all kind of big characters. Yeah. McGregor's a character again, and no disrespect to McLaughlin, he's not the same type no, of player as them. Sure. That's just that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's your all-time favourite Rangers player? All-time favourite Rangers player, uh, Barry Ferguson. <laughs> um, all-time favourite Rangers player is is Gascoigne. I thought you were serious. Um, right. well, listen, listen, yeah. Barry, Barry was a great player for Rangers. Yeah. Love Barry's a player all, all his days. He special. Always, always yeah, he's a special player. And he came in as a young player and made a difference as a young player. Mm. Never came in as a passenger in the Rangers team. He took, he, he, he took, 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 took the other Rangers midfield um, and played a prominent part in that that period of Rangers, Rangers sure. history. Yeah. I think as well, what what was important about that stage when Barry came in was Dick Advocat was signing a lot of players, a lot of foreigners, a lot of good talent. But I think it was important to have a Scottish identity in the team, one that Rangers fans could look at, especially coming through the system and, and Barry at an important time provided that. Mm-hmm. I, exactly. I think for, for, for Barry, that must have been great for you at the time where a manager like Dick Advocat coming in and giving you that batting. Yeah, in terms of, I mean, I'd already played with Rangers under Walter, yep. um, but obviously reasons why I never played, which was fine, because they were, they were under pressure to get 10 in a row, and I kind of understood that I wasn't experienced enough, but obviously right. I was frustrated, but as you got older, you realise the reasons why you never played as much. But in terms of Dick coming in and, and um, making, making me and Gio, the current mm-hmm. Rangers manager, the two men, Players, the two main players, sorry, in the centre of the park. Listen, it gives you a lot of confidence. You just turn 19 and you're playing week in, week out. A lot of responsibility, but do you know what? I love that. I love that responsibility. Would you have stopped the 10 in a row? This could be an exclusive that Graham's getting. <laughs> Barry, listen, if they'd that, thrown that, you in a wee bit earlier. That 9 in a row team were, were my heroes growing up. Listen, there's so many players in there that I looked up to. And do you know what? I learnt so much off the guys. They, they had a, a real winning mentality. Um, watching them train every single day they, they, they trained if it was their last ever training session and that's something I took on board as a, a young player and something when I became a, a regular Rangers player I try to drive into like new players coming in foreign players coming in that this is Rangers it's all about winning a draw is no acceptable a defeat is an absolute disaster and he hasn't changed in life He's the no. first to reverse out the car park. He says Honestly, that, he says that, 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 that about the callers now. Yeah. He says that about the callers, standards. And Paul Gascoigne then that you did mention. Paul, what a Paul, player. So, Paul, Paul Gascoigne yeah. was different class. Wasn't Brilliant. He? I mean, he just lit up I, the place. I was lucky he? enough yeah. as a young kid going in full time at 15 to watch that guy every single day. He was an absolute genius. Absolute Give genius. Give us all your insights. One of the things you remember. No, well, listen, no much I can say on there. Yeah. What he actually <laughs> done. Um, but... Just the, the, the things he'd done with a football, you were just in awe. But no, what stood out for me, what type of person he was. He was a brilliant guy. And for what he'd done in the game, he always had time for young players. He would always come in on a, a, a Tuesday. Our games for the youth team were normally a Monday night. And seeing a Tuesday, he would always come into the dressing room. How did you go on last night? Did Who he, played yeah? well? Who yeah. scored? And yeah. I thought, that's Paul Gascoigne that's coming in and asking. I mean, that just showed that, you what type of, type of guy. Inspiration at that time, yeah, but he was a what, what a player he was. Unbelievable player. I cut, just class. I, I don't think he had ever had a bad game for Rangers. Mm-hmm. I don't think he had a bad game ever. Um, I, I interviewed him on the day. It was Petodre. Did he score a hat trick? But he disappeared with Chris Evans. Do you remember a few days before? And his wife had just had a baby, and he disappeared, and he came back, and he played. 
He was man of the match, and at the end, and the PR people said, he'll do the interview with you, live in Scottsport, <laughs> with, with Macklin Motors. <laughs> no, you can't mention the baby. And his wife, I said, right, okay. So we did the interview, and at the end I said, and that got the goals. Was that for your wife and for the baby? And he went, absolutely, and he spoke about them then, and he said afterwards, thanks very much. It was the right way to do it. I could not, as a journalist, not mention it. And he was just such a, he was, I could see him with kids around the place and all that. He was yeah, brilliant. He had time brilliant. for everybody, didn't he? And yeah. he was an absolute superstar. Mark, final point, because we're going to go back to the game, but from the media point of view, he, he was special. Ah, he, he won the Football Writers uh, Player of the Year uh, a couple of times, and uh, one of the nights his, his speech was, was pretty special, <laughs> let's, let's put it that way. He turned up and had a right good day out before he, <laughs> before he had that. You don't like it as Barry, having to sit at that top oh. table, it's, it's no easy. Uh, but no, it, it was great. Um, he lit up Scottish football. Um, Reigns, I think it was at the eight in a row game. Um, you know, Aberdeen at Ibrox was, was probably his, his um, most memorable game um, for Rangers. But for, for, for Paul Gascoigne, the thing that always sticks out for me about Paul Gascoigne is the warmth that he showed about Walter Smith and how he took to Walter as a person. And, and I think Paul Gascoigne, with the greatest respect, Paul Gascoigne signed for Walter Smith first and foremost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, that's what yeah. I, that's impressed out yeah. when, when you when you read into the, the, the background to it. And that was a great thing about the way Walter managed him as a person as well. I actually, I actually seen that I think quite recently. Um, and it was how like Walter Smith got Gascoigne to sign. And he went I've been over to Italy. And he turned up. The and team's he's been he's, he's, he's amazing. He said to get, and Gascoigne's turned up on a, a quad bike. He says, What are you doing here? He said, I want you to come and play for Rangers. He's like, All right, go on. <laughs> and, then, and then fired away with him on this quad bike. Um, right. I thought that was brilliant. And that, okay. again, that's probably what okay. you just said about the relationship. Graham, thanks so much. Thanks for joining us. We'll speak to you again later in the podcast. Sir Alex awesome. Ferguson is in the house. The teams are coming into the tunnel. Barry, who's going to be there? Who are the players that will, you know, the manager will have done a bit of a talk? Who are you looking to just to calm people down before they come out here for the match? Yeah, well, obviously, you've got to look at the, the, the captain, James Tavernier, but the, the most experienced two in the Rangers team is Alan McGregor and Stephen Davis, who have played in, in big moments in their, their career. But listen, that's what Rangers is all about, playing in the, the big league again, the Champions League. And listen, they'll need to bring their A game to get anything um, from Liverpool, because don't be kidded on the Liverpool start to the season, Paul. They're still a high-quality team. Look at those players going past there. There's uh, Klopp uh, just speaking to some of them. There's you know, Virgil van Dijk, Mo Salah, phenomenal. Mark, your final thought then tonight. If Rangers could get a draw, did you say earlier, would be? Paul, if Rangers can get a draw, it would be a phenomenal result. It's a first point in the board. You know, it might just springboard them into the last three games. I think it's going to be really tough. I have to be honest, I fancy a Liverpool victory. No disgrace in that for Rangers, but no. the most important thing is, I like the way Giovanni's set up. I totally get why he's set up that way. He can't afford a sole one tonight. He can't afford a repeat of Amsterdam. And I don't think there will be because Rangers are in a better place and they've learned their lessons from Sorry. the past. <laughs> Barry, you're I'm getting settled watch to watch Sorry. it. We're going to watch it together with our friends here. We'll be back with the podcast. Barry, your final thought as they lift the ball there, the referee, and they come out. Final thought from you. Listen, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough one, Paul. There, there's no doubt, as I said to you, Liverpool are a high-quality team, and every single Rangers player that's on that pitch will need to bring their, their A game, and if they do, you never know. Listen, I would take a draw. I would, I would snap your hand off for a draw just now. Good luck to Rangers tonight, the Go Radio Football Show, with Macklin Motors, back tomorrow at four, the build-up to RB Leipzig against Celtic, and we will be live here at the Radisson Red for the Euronites in association with Steam. Thank you, Barry. Thank you, Mark. And thanks to everyone here at the Radisson Red.
Good luck, Rangers. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go, go. There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota opens this October in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And Specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota opens Monday, October the 17th at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. 